Thursday, October 20th, 2022. Again, Thursday, October 20th, 2022. In the rainy and quite foggy city of Seattle. It's Derek and I'm checking in with Derek Talk. I just want to say what's up to everybody. I hope everybody's having a fantastic afternoon. It is 12-11 here. And... I was reminded of a conversation that I had, I think it was around five years ago, and I was talking to a woman who was going through her second divorce. Her son had been arrested recently on a driving under the influence charge. She had been diagnosed with some type of rare skin issue disorder or something, and I don't think it was terminal, but she was going through it. Things were looking not so good in her life. But she wore a smile that could light up a Christmas tree. I mean, she had a certain smile and a certain inner peace about her that was almost contagious. So I asked her, this young lady, and we'll call her Mary. I said, what is the key to your happiness? Like, despite everything that you're telling me, anyone else would be like contemplating just throwing in the towel. This is too much. It's overbearing. But this lady said that there are certain principles that she lives by in life. There are certain things that she adheres to. And that's what makes her able to smile, despite the fact that she is going through things that to the average person would seem overbearing. And I've um, jotted down a few of these things, and I'm entitling this the happiness formula. Because I think there are certain key things that people have to orchestrate into their lives to maintain a level of happiness. I think happiness is a journey. It's not something that is automatic or sudden. I think happiness is a journey. Don't quote me. I'm not a Harvard professor. I'm sure there have been studies done on this. Um, UCLA, uh, Baylor University, I think they did a study on happiness. And I think all the experts agree that happiness is our inner thing. It's internal. It's something that you internalize. It comes from peace and being content with where you are, who you are, certain aspects of your life. Um, One of the, the first thing that I think is important to happiness is knowing your worth. Because I think when someone knows their worth, there's certain things that you're just not going to tolerate in life. When you know your worth, you're not going to let people treat you a certain type of way. When you know your worth, you're not going to accept anything other than respect. You're not going to deal with all the foolishness and nonsense. You're just going to cut it. And anyone that's bringing that type of energy to your life, you're going to say, see ya. So knowing your worth is the number one component in my mind as far as being happy, knowing your worth, knowing your value, knowing that you deserve to be treated like the jewel that you are. You are a jewel. You are to be treated as such. Anything less than that, as the popular commercial used to say, is simply uncivilized. You're not having it. A person that knows their worth is not going to stay in relationships that do not benefit them. They are not going to stay in relationships that make them unhappy. 
They're not going to stay in situations or jobs or careers that do nothing to motivate, inspire and inspire them. They are not mundane people. They are not stagnant people. Someone who knows their worth always wants the best for themselves and others around them. Therefore, the energy around them is always positive. Number two, clap for others. And this is a big one. I think clapping for others is very, very important. Someone else's shine does not dim your light at all. Let me say that again. Someone else's shine does not dim your light at all. Some people don't like clapping for others. We don't like to see other people be successful. We don't like to see the neighbor move out the neighborhood and buy a bigger house. Because that means that we're still in that same neighborhood living in that same house. Learn to clap for others. Learn to be happy for other people. When you applaud others, your blessings are going to quadruple. I believe that. I think Oprah Winfrey said it best. Accept what you have. Be happy with that. And then God will add more. And that's not the exact verbiage that she used, but it was something around, you know, that you got to learn to clap for others. And I think this is a big one. Number two, clap for others. Tell people that you're proud of them. Congratulate them. If a friend tells you her daughter just got accepted into Clemson University. Say, that's fantastic. She's a very articulate, intelligent young lady. I think she'll do very well at Clemson. Give people a pat on the back. Be able to recognize the accomplishments of others. That's vitally important. Number three, learn to accept what you cannot change. Learn to accept what you cannot change. Those things that are out of our control and that we have no control over, it's time to let it go. You can't control someone that wants to turn up the bottle of vodka every day. That's what they choose to do. You can get them into treatment. You can try to help them because you love them. But if a person turn, turns to alcohol every day and that's what they enjoy doing, they're an adult. You can't spend your life trying to fight their battles for them. If they've chosen to choose that path, you have to learn to accept that because you cannot change them. You can only support and love them, but you cannot change another adult. Number four, no regrets. Here at Derek Talk, we don't live with regrets. We tell people don't live with regrets. What is said and done and what is over is over. You cannot change the past. The past is the past. Let it go. Keep pushing forward. Let it go. Regrets do nothing. Living with regrets doesn't even benefit you as far as changing or doing better. Regrets only put you in a negative mind space. The only thing that regrets do is put you in a negative mind space. And then you start to question the number one thing I mentioned, your worth. When you've made mistakes in the past and you constantly dwell on those mistakes, you can't grow, you can't evolve. It's like you're stuck in quicksand and you can't get out. Number five, separate from negativity. People that are negative and we know those individuals exist, tell them see ya. If every day you have something negative to say, you're a hater in some form or fashion. Not saying you're directly hating, 
But we always say you can be a hater and not know it. So a lot of y'all are inconspicuous haters. You a hater, but you don't even you you need to go to hater reform. You a hater, but you think your behavior is okay. If you're constantly putting somebody down or belittling them, never anything positive or uplifting to say comes out of your mouth. You're a negative person. You need to figure out why your energy and the things that you say and the things that you reflect are always of a negative connotation. Why is there never anything positive coming out of your mouth? That means that your life is not where you want it to be. You are unhappy. Deep down, you are unhappy. Number six, eat healthy. And this is important because me deciding, me, me deciding to become vegan. Sometimes I regret it because, yeah, you got to make sure you're getting enough protein, enough carbs and those types of things. But at the end of the day, you know, you're going to crave, you know, we're carnivores. We crave meat sometimes. I know I do a nice steak, nice, juicy steak from Ruth Chris. You know, we all love food. Food is a is a delicacy. We love to eat. We love to indulge in our favorite foods, and that's fantastic. But also, we have to keep in mind that, especially as African-American people, we are more prone to things like high cholesterol, diabetes, um, things that could long term affect your health. So eating healthy is a key component in a happy life, because when we feel well, then you, you, you're happy when you feel good, when you're when you're tired and you lack energy and you know, you're not getting enough vitamins and nutrients and those things like that. You don't feel good. So eating healthy is definitely important. Now, I'm not saying you can't enjoy your favorite foods. I'm not saying you have to do keto. I'm not saying you have to be a vegan. I'm saying cut back on some of the fried food sometimes. It clogs your arteries up. I'm saying a Krispy Kreme is okay in moderation. I'm saying the Doritos are okay doing a football game, but do you have to eat the Doritos every day? We have to do things, learn to do things in moderation. So eating healthy and watching your diet is a key component. to. That's my number six as far as the happiness formula. And I, like I told you guys, the happiness formula for me came from a woman who I spoke with some years back and she was going through a lot of tumultuous things in her life. Her son had been arrested on a DUI. She was going through her second divorce. Um, I even think she said there were foreclosing on her home. She was about to lose her house. Some type of illness she was diagnosed with from her doctor, although she later um, she's in remission. That's no longer an issue. Praise God. Um, that's where the happiness formula originated from. I think that there are key components in life that are essential in order to maintain happiness and peace. And we know that according to the experts, Baylor University, um, they've been they've done studies on this. Happiness is a journey. It's not a, a, a I don't think it's a destination. I think it's a journey. I think we learn to what we will and won't tolerate in our lives. And we have to learn to kind of, you know, critique and, and, and mold and sculpture ourselves into the person that is inevitably happy. Number seven, and this is the last one. There are more, and I want to know what your list is because I'm sure everybody has a, a 
the happiness formula list. This is just my personal list. Number seven is quite significant. It's an important part of happiness to me. Being able to admit you're wrong. When some when you're arguing with someone and you guys are combative going back and forth and you say, I'm wrong. And they say, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm tired of that. I'm not, you, you don't listen. You're, you, you're hard headed. And your only comeback is, I'm wrong. What do you mean you're wrong? No, no, you started this. Now let's finish it. I'm wrong. There's no comeback, ladies and gentlemen, for I'm wrong. I'm wrong is the perfect solution, the perfect answer, the perfect antidote to any argument, disagreement. I'm wrong. I thought about it. What you're saying makes a lot of sense. Maybe I was looking at that the wrong way. I'm wrong. Being able to admit you're wrong shows a level of maturity and growth and the fact that you've evolved to a point where there's nothing really that anyone can say because we talk about living your truth here on Derek Talk and that's essential. But part of living your truth is being able to admit that, hey, I'm wrong in this situation. I don't claim to be a know-it-all. You're right. I'm wrong. I'm going to give you that this time. I don't have to win every argument. This isn't a debate. We're a team. I'm wrong. Or you're a sibling who I happen to have a difference of opinion with. But guess what? In this particular instance, you're right and I'm wrong. That's growth, ladies and gentlemen. That's evolving. And I want everyone to think about this today when you're going about your business, doing whatever you're doing, the happiness formula. What does it take to make you happy? And I want you to send me those emails to DerekTalk007 at gmail.com. Again, DerekTalk007 at gmail.com. Um, in our last, in our What You Sipping On segment, Michelle wrote in and said that she was sipping on, I think she said some Stella, which is, is that red wine? I'm not sure. I don't know what Stella is. Is that champagne? Y'all help me out. Um, but she said that she was sipping on some Stella. Gerard in Knoxville, Tennessee said that he was sipping on some Hennessy. Gerard in Knoxville, Tennessee said that he was sipping on some Hennessy. Joanne in South Carolina says that she was sipping on a Bud Light. Joanne, South Carolina, says she was sipping on a Bud Light. Um, I'm not sipping today, that's for sure, but I'll definitely probably probably be sipping maybe Friday or Saturday. So we'll, we'll do another What You Sipping On segment. I hope everybody's having a great day. I hope everybody's been informed. I hope that you've been educated. I hope that you've been entertained. Be blessed. <laughs>